How are you today, Antonio? How are you doing, Elizabeth? Good to see you. It's nice to see you too. Actually hear you. Yeah, but anyway, so I know you used to be like in the business world. I mean, not that you could never go back to the business world, but you've like hired and fired people, right? Right. All right, so let's look at a particular scenario that's going to lead us into our topic for our podcast today. Very good. Okay. All right, so let's pretend that there's a position open in whatever, a country, a company, you know, something very big where this position is going to be like the most important position in the company other than, I guess, the people hiring this person for this position, right? All right, so they have gone through all of the different candidates and it's come down to this one candidate who is completely qualified, not overqualified, but perfectly qualified, right? And in all aspects, has a proven record, credentials, it's the best candidate for the job. This is very exciting for them, correct? Correct. Right, so they call this person in mm -hmm. and during the interview, the candidate discloses that they are a recovering alcoholic. They've been sober for almost a decade. Now, there's two people doing this interview. One person, when the person, thank you very much for coming, one person says, no way, there's no way we can hire a recovering alcoholic. The risks are too high. The other person says, we absolutely need to hire a recovering alcoholic because what they have this particular person is resilience. Exactly. Exactly. So what is resilience? What resilience? And we first of all, fuck the other guy who thinks that they can't hire an alcoholic, right? I agree. I agree. I, I will uh, remind the, the other hiring party that everything is uh, an equal thing and you cannot discriminate based on that, you know, in many countries and in many parts of the modern world. But that... You know, that on the side, yeah, resilience. You were uh, asking for a definition of uh, resilience and they're one that we will understand. And I think that you did not like when we were talking about that uh, previously to this. It was uh, the ability to bounce back and recover. I mean, that, right. that makes sense if you're a rubber band. Right. So what... But when it's like psychological mm -hmm. resilience. Okay, there are... Because let's say that you have a surgery. Your body can be resilient if you're a healthy person. You know, oh, she bounced back from that surgery, right? Right. However, there's a lot more to it than just bouncing back from addiction or alcoholism. Your body can heal itself, but it's a psychological resilience that is what we're looking at. Okay, so... And the creative resilience. Right, so... In order to be resilient, we need to have obviously a challenge that we believe we need to get over or... I mean, I basically, mean life. right. Life is hard. Right. And there's going to be things that come at you that you didn't plan for. And sometimes it's really going to seem like everything is against you. So there are people that go into regret and oh I should have done this and then I would have been here or I could have done this and then this wouldn't be happening to me oh poor me poor me and then you have the people that are resilient that accept the baseline they're like all right this is where I find myself 
Right, and then from there, we need to have the understanding and be honest for ourselves that, okay, this is where we are, what is gonna happen. In order to get out of this, you are gonna need, we're gonna need to do certain things that we may not like, you know? Right, like so stop drinking. We already did that. I know, we did. So then, in this, you need to be flexible. You are, we are gonna go through the things, you know, where people or the stigma of this, plus all the other uh, baggage that you carry through, even that you don't want or didn't check it in or check it out. You're <laughs> gonna still carry in, you know, uh, be a few sequels of the, the, the alcoholism itself, uh, physically to your body. Uh, we'll talk about that, that a little bit later. But then there are other things, you know, the first what people not knowing this, you will disclose, you will not tell what is the difference that it's gonna make if we need to, you know. Then we also need to have uh, the ability or we need to remind ourselves what we went through and don't forget, you know, learn from that experience. And the argument will say, well, I don't remember. It says, no, you will remember that you don't remember. So why right. is that? That's good. I mean, it's it's That very... you need to prevent that thing, you know, get to that thing. That, that's not an excuse. I don't remember. So, well. But you different. remember something. Yeah. So right. the ability that you, for you to have that argument you don't remember, there is something there that is blocking you from being honest to yourself and say, go to the point. Right. And, and exactly. Get to the point. And I, and I think for sure that resilient people get it that things are going to come up things are going to be difficult but it's kind of like what you how you overcome and and every single thing is a learning experience right. i mean anything that happens no matter how bad it is if you can overcome it and get through it it's a learning experience you need to seek a solution right right don't be if you if you start finding problems to a solution you are not recovered you are not gonna you are not being resilient you are just hooked into a loop yeah and then you you are, you are not going to get you're just cruising and our goal here is not to you just cruise at some point you are water. just surviving yeah you're just surviving but then we we want to excel in what are we going to do moving on you know we already went through the deepest darkest point in our lives for some of us right then you know really the only thing is up here and there is no way back on this thing so we have you know the ability obviously to do this and find the solution to whatever thing we confront and the, the next one will be resourceful we were resourceful through <laughs> to find the our alcohol yeah i mean there was infinite ways that you sneak it drink it whatever it took whatever yeah where it took and it was successful successful drinkers right so use the same thing we're wired for that if you do it on the right thing on the right with the right target with the right um, means to to do it i think that uh, we are resourceful people e either know when to ask for help help ourselves help other people be in a group that help people we be part of a, of, of a, a charity i mean there are so many things that we can do alone or together you are not alone on this but it's very true i mean you're not the only alcoholic or or you know for sure but but I also feel like there's resilience in in the way like I 
can survive anything, right? You want to drop me in the middle of a forest, then I will figure out a way to survive, okay? You're creative. I'm creative, right. but that's just like my physical survival. Right. The main thing that's going to be the hardest is the loneliness and no one to talk to, dealing you know, with those voices that are inside of your head that are like, oh, you can't do this, you're going to freeze to death, you're going to, you know, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen. Um, and you have to like feel those feelings. And for me personally, that that is that was, it's getting better, but that was the hardest thing for me to do. Yes, I'm resilient. Yes, I can survive this. Yes, I can stop drinking and... It was the hardest thing ever, but I can do that. But can I deal with all of these reasons why I drank in the first place? Because that's resilient. Actually facing the whole reason that you drank, right? And if you can do that and face those things and face those emotions and go through the feelings of anger, sadness, fear, you know, all of those things and still come out on the other side, that's incredible. Yes, and, and the the important thing is that before we were not uh, aware of these things. Right. Over time, you you will see that every, well, obviously everything is clear and you we have this experience. What will trigger a potential thing on other people and what we are more observant of uh, our surrounding. We are more careful or cautious of what things uh, environmentally and even emotionally can hurt us. And we can, uh, two things, be aware and if it's imminent, deal with that in the clear, you in the present and uh, successfully overcome, you know, any type of uh, uh, a scenario that will say, well, you know, in the past, this is what happened. But in the, when you see how fast our brain can say, well, let's move on to another thing, because now we know what happens. Right. Before it was unknown or we like it. Now, now it's different. And, and it's, I will not say it's easy, but it's clear to see that going the other path, the other way is not good at all takes you nowhere right and then that's totally avoiding the whole purpose of life i mean i honestly you know i got sober and then had my second child and i asked myself is there anything that would make me drink anything because i don't want that and i couldn't think of anything whether the baby I lost the baby or the baby had problems or and I mean let me tell you things have happened my dad died my mom has Alzheimer's and like other just things and things and things but never like one time have I ever thought about going back to drinking and I just look for ways to fix the problem but it's hard yeah, there are many resources, you know, not, now that we are on the other side, there are many resources that, that we have uh, reached to and that we have found that are extremely helpful and that have helped us uh, successfully uh, continue our sobriety, you know, uh, the, the, the peer groups definitely work a lot. 
the uh, many other options when you see the the advantages and the beauty of life without any distortion created by this alcohol thing you will not go back and i understand other people may have other emotional things that ha can happen but there is always a way to talk about it is and, and get help on that one it's not easy to overcome but once that you're on the other side the 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 fact is that it's gonna be a continued look for uh, be surrounded by people that are healthy mentally healthy physically well, if that's yeah. possible if that's possible right but you will try to strike you will try to do, and if not we can make our own here we were talking about one of these um, things that we have to to see that if we don't face these challenges our life becomes smaller because those challenges become a wall or, or a cell and we cannot get out because we just don't want to face it yeah right so if you don't want to face it you don't want to go through it you are going to stay still there and then you don't move or right you're not going to grow in in all this in, in many aspects you Everything. know emotionally physically you're, you're just going to grow old sober <laughs> right. but, but just old so, so what now we found a meaning to our lives in many aspects. you know be a productive member of society start new business help other people help ourselves help our families strive you know become better parents better mm -hmm. partners in many aspects of life that we need to be uh, resilient you know that's the whole purpose of this uh, podcast today that nothing is lost so it's just the beginning it's true it's just the beginning and it, it is and don't don't lose the target on that one you know stay on target on those things it's resilience is get better get out of where we are somehow we have the help there all these resources available to us and then uh some things we are going to need to do ourselves and when you reach certain milestones in your sobriety you see i could have done that earlier mm. and some of those are just a matter of time because you can you, you time needs to go by that there is nothing that is going to be immediate the next day you're still going to have the hangover the next day is the headache the next day your other things are not going to be clear yet for any reason many reasons right so it, this thing takes time but after a period of time you become a healthier happier more whole individual it happened to me you know right. I'm, it's and it's, it's not still a, happening and of course it's continuous growth and it's not going to be just a thing that is just uh all, all, all of a sudden you are enlightened and then you are here you know no, no it's going to be continuous but it's not experimented i'm not experimenting with my sobriety this right thing now. is real this sobriety thing is you cannot trade i will not trade for anything as i have mentioned before and it's not an experiment it, no. it's not let's see what happens i'm not in the oh let's see what happens never again it's it it's not possible well you you were telling me that like um you actually before you even stopped drinking you were thinking about stopping drinking and you were getting depressed about it right to the point that i went i had therapy yeah <laughs> and the therapist he 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 was he laughed said, well, because there were many other reasons you know there was other uh reasons why i was uh, doing therapy and the the people uh, that uh, connect me to this group is it, it was uh, very dear to me so when we talk about many of the things you know talking about loss and it was in the middle of covid 
all these things. So it was interesting when, you know, you, you need to open and then one of the things, honesty, what do you think during right, therapy? Why, why are you depressed or why are you sad? And, you know, there, there are many reasons to be sad during COVID, right? You right, know. well, but let's get to the point. To the point is that I mentioned that, you know, I'm considering stop drinking but it's a bad time and I don't want to leave it and I was depressed because I will leave my dearest friend alcohol behind <laughs> and I didn't know how I would react to that loss or potential loss you know that was within a few months of uh, quitting but I was already worried about that thing it was interesting how it turned out that uh, I don't miss miss it actually I'm glad that is out of my life and many things that you think that you will miss you're glad that you left behind it is true but it is a process it is like a grieving, oh, it was not easy yes grieving yeah a grieving process um because it has been a fallback so in order to come back from that you have to have resilience i mean you realize that a lot of people don't make it they just give up and the drink is the one that's in control. But maybe that's because people, the people that don't make it, think that they need to be in control. But the reality of the situation is, is that we cannot control everything. We can only control ourselves. And that's huge. That's huge when it comes to resilience. I mean, I don't know why I just keep thinking about like Indiana Jones or something because I'm just thinking now there's a guy with resilience in a cave and things are popping out and you got to use what you got to use. I mean, I like you never know if snakes are going to come falling out of the ceiling or your son's biggest fear. An octopus tentacle comes and grabs your booty while you're on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to do with that? You know? Well, you're going to be resilient. I mean, you might even have to go to therapy because the whole sitting on the toilet might become difficult. I was thinking maybe you could put like a screen. I don't know. But anyway. Octopus filter. Yeah, that would be a good... Uh, an octopus good. filter. Right. I mean, there's an invention that... There you go. Yeah, it has potential, right? It does. <laughs> Yeah, and this this new heated Toto toilet also has an uh, octopus, octopus filter. Yep. <laughs> right, but see the the going to the hiring manager or the hiring of you know you're hiring right, this for the most important position. The, the most important position this on this thing, you want to have somebody that knows how to or that has been you know is strained on life. And obviously, you know, in many other aspects, qualify for this. But you can see the danger coming. You can be a mentor, mm -hmm. an example. It is also the thing that you know, yourself, this candidate. It is an example. Of what happens? Everything went back, and this kind of came came out. He used his imperfections the, to. Instead Exce of roadblocks, exactly, using a stepping used, stones. exactly, and now here we are, you know, head to head with a situation of who you who will be better off with hiring uh, and, and steering the ship, 
for a while, right? So I think that this type of training will qualify you definitely with, with that because you will have the open mind, you will have the open heart, you will have the intelligence. I love open heart, yeah. You will have the intelligence and already gathered right. of how to react and how to do everything in this aspect of conducting this, uh, maneuvering this, uh, this venture through life, right? Because well, it's this, a very important Yeah, position. the scarred soul is the safe soul, right. they say. So I, I think, you know, going back to the beginning of how it's, it's, you want to hire the people with experience, not only the professional the paperwork, one, right? Yeah, but you want to hire the life. And then when you have all the package here, I I go with that. It is, uh, it, it will be negligent not to hire the you need to. You have no option. Because okay. it, that's what you want. You want success. You you want to sleep better at night. You want to do all this. This is your best option. It is it, your best option. It is option your best, because your best option. I feel like an alcoholic who's been through and is doing very well in their sobriety is definitely the one I would hire. We, we have presidents in We're this country. superheroes. We have presidents in this country that were recovered alcoholics. Mm-hmm. And there is not a World War III. Right? I'm not into politics, but that means that there have been a lot of people in high power uh, positions. Mm-hmm. In many aspects of life, well, that have done the this. Declaration of Independence. Oh yeah, that well, that was a party. I, I don't even yeah. know if they had problems with it. I think they. Well, just... well, I, what would you say when you have a, a sixty-eight bottle tab right. in twenty-four hours? You know, so I guess that uh, it's very stressful. But now you see it in, in in perspective. You know, there was perhaps no need to, but you know, I'm glad that we survived. You know, the hangover from these people, and we have this beautiful country now. But. Um, it's just to keep to keep in mind that this I believe now that recovering from this or many other aspects in life like this level of, of what we went through give you better tools to confront anything that is put in front of you with better you this is the guarantee that if something really really stressful happens on this position the mm-hmm. guy is not gonna be on a hangover that's right. This person is going to be fully aware, mentally aware, physically capable of taking over whatever problem comes in, in the worst case scenario. With creativity. With creativity. With and whatever not, resources are available. Exactly. And it will not be recurrent that was closed, or you will not have this guy say, oh, you know, let's go out for drinks, so let's drink on that, or I need a drink. And you, you will know what not have that. I really like about this, this person is that they... Didn't, it's not like they put it on their resume or anything, but they tell in their interview, I am a recovering alcoholic with pride. Right. And then you need to be open on that one. There is, the, the, what, what was wrong with us is that we didn't say that earlier. That would have saved us a lot of time if we have well, admitted that we were alcoholics. But we, we weren't finished with it. Right. But, you know, I, I think that uh, perhaps, you know, again, you know, that's what under the bridge for alcohol on their toilet or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, that is. But anyway, the fact that they said I'm an alcoholic and that someone's going to use it against them and that there's this view that an alcoholic is dangerous, that they're going to like relapse and not be able to take care of things, all these like ideas about what supposedly alcoholics fit into 
counteracted with the actual truth that most people aren't able to overcome something like that. And it takes strength and resilience and a lot of self-reflection. And that's something that most people probably don't want to have to do anyway, much less if they're addicted to something. So I feel, like I've said before, that it's almost like a superhero. And who wouldn't want to hire a superhero? Joker, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Penguin. Well, yeah, the penguin with Lex Luthor. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, but superheroes have weakness. You know, you have kryptonite. Then you have... Right, well, my kryptonite is not alcohol. My kryptonite is being misunderstood, ignored, and not respected. But I can't look to the outside for that. I have to start from the inside. And then once I know that I'm worth that, then I'm able to be resilient from outside forces that tell me that I'm less than because I'm an alcoholic. All right, so we've touched on a lot of interesting um, facets of being a resilient person, right? But I think that the main... The main important part is that life is going to suck, life is going to come at you, and either you can let the boat capsize and hang on to the side and fuss about it, or you can learn how to sail the fucking boat and lower your sail when the wind's too strong and put it up when the wind is ready to take you where you need to go. Don't drown. Fucking learn how to sail. Good. So we'll hear you on the next podcast. Podcast next week. Yes. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Antonio.